Like the only thing you have to live for is booze. But the route he wanted to suggest was your penis in his mouth. Foreskin. Hello and welcome. We are back from the ballerlifestyle.com. It is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. I am, as always, your host. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining the program. Episode 207 of the show. Um, same old, same old. If you want to be our, if you want to do the most solid thing you can do, you can contribute on Patreon, patreon.com slash the baller lifestyle. Um, there you can donate money. You can, you can sort us out that way. Um, the second best thing you can do is to leave a review on iTunes, iTunes slash the baller lifestyle or whatever. Search the baller lifestyle. Go to your Apple podcasts app. Search the baller lifestyle, rate it five stars, and leave a review. That's it. That's the second most selfless thing you can do for the show. And it's really so little work. So little work. So many of you listen, and yet so few have reviewed the show. So go fuck yourselves. I'm doing this for you for nothing unless you're a Patreon subscriber. Just because I like the feedback. I like knowing that I'm entertaining people. I also like talking to the great Ed Daly from Hoboken, New Jersey. He's on the line now with us. Ed, how are you? Well, so, I just knocked my yeah. You're having lots of mic off. lots of problems with the mic. That's a lot of editing for me at the end of the show to to make those sounds not the most loud things on the feed. How are um, you, buddy? You appear to have a cold. I'm playing hurt. I, it was much worse this weekend. And when I had to coach two basketball games oh. and like fucking just a lot of a lot of sass from some of the kids oh, yeah. trying to talk to them and like so my sassy. head felt like it was gonna explode. What what but, is it? What is it that kids these days think they can sass adults? Because I was terrified of adults. I looked down yeah. when I was in their presence. Oh, and of course. these days they're just like right in your face talking shit to you like it's nothing. Yeah, like one kid, well, I mean, this was the worst. A kid threw a water bottle at me because I took him out. We're up 21 with three minutes to go. <laughs> like, yeah. He threw uh, a water bottle at you? Yeah, he like slammed it and it like hit my leg. Where was, was like, where, where was his dad? His dad was watching. And oh, so I, uh, I turned to him and I said, well, now you're suspended for the next game. Oh, nice. And then after the game, I walked, and he's my best player, which kind of sucks. Oh. Um, but uh, and I went and told his dad, and his dad was like, "All right, you know, like was supportive of the suspension, but like whatever." Um, but anyway, I was uh, I was just I was in bad shape. Now, like I'm feeling better, but my voice is still shot. Um, I wanted to point out a couple things. One, I, dieting really is terrible. It sucks. It really is because well, like, not, it's the not drinking. It's the food part I don't care about as much as just not well, like just it's the everything. only thing you it's have to live for is booze. Not eating or drinking anything fun. Like I, I, I had uh, what do you call it? Just Super Bowl Sunday a little bit, and yeah, then that's been it in 2018. Yeah, and I got to tell you, like you know how people are like, oh, I've lost weight. I've never felt better. Like I don't think that's ever been the case for me. Like, I don't no. feel better when I'm less. Like I just you know I like weighing less but like i don't 
for me, it's just like I'm living a more boring life than I'd like to be living. I never, I never weigh less. All I do is eat healthy and not drink yeah. and fucking work out, and I just weigh the same all the time. Yeah, I mean that's what I was getting at. Like I'm, I've been really healthy, and like we're talking negligible difference. Yes, in like waistline. Or same. Anything. Like for the most part, like I'm putting up the good fight, but I guess I just passed that point. It's because like, we're, know? it's because we're in our forties. <laughs> we, we need to get on that testosterone replacement therapy. That's what we need to be men again. Yeah, that's what, uh, like, you know, all the Hollywood guys. Right. That's why they, you think, this fucking Hugh Jackman's 50 50 years old. Look at him. He's not pulling that Wolverine shit shit off with that, like, steroids. They're on the HGH and the TRT, and I need to get on both of those, but insurance doesn't cover it, and I'm too cheap to (laughs) go into my own pocket to look that good. Um, I wanted to point out, um, I, I have a good Netflix recommendation Dirty Money. Oh, you're uh, one of our listeners. Um, you no, know, it's uh, it's Alex, Alex Gibney, mm-hmm. which he's always you know always with the uh, Scientology. He did Enron, like yep. he's he's great. But these smartest are, guys in the room. Aside from like this weird episode, you remember like last year when there was a big Canadian syrup theft? I think it was last year or two years ago. Oh yeah, it was great. They still there's a there's a big trade in black market maple syrup apparently. Yeah, apparently there's this whole federation that, like, essentially one group controls everything and some other people wanted to break into the business and there are problems. But, you know, that was the only one that I – the episode I didn't love because I wasn't really sure who I was supposed to like. You know, you want to pick a side that you want to get on and I really hated the thieves and the people who were being stolen from. But it does that, – that that Netflix show is, like, about, like, those – Shady predatory payday loan yep. people, Shkreli, the yep. pharma pharma jackals, uh, Volkswagen, HSBC laundering money for like you know Hezbollah and all kinds of oh, shit. Yeah, and then the finale it was about just Trump the businessman, which was uh, you know nothing new, but like when you detail everything, you know all the things he had to he had to settle for Trump University and all these things, like it was pretty is pretty interesting and and embarrassing when like that guy somehow failed his way right into the presidency it's funny but but it's not like a political show it's just about like you know it's just about like there are people that are just ethically bankrupt guys like martin shkreli and it's like yeah i guess uh i guess i could get into pharmaceuticals to try to help people or since i have monopoly i could just you know kill off 70 percent of my customers but if the 30% pay a shitload more, I still make more money. Like there are people like that. Yeah. Yeah. There's too many people like that and it, and it's never enough and it's, and they do one scam and then they're on to the next scam and it's just, it's never enough. And if they, and because these people that get successful this way, you, you can't be stupid and succeed at scamming people. And I always think like, if you just had channeled that energy into a positive right. thing, you would have also gotten rich. Like right. made off, right? All these right. people are running these scams, and it's like, I don't know for what. For yeah. like, it's it, it's because the, there's there's a chip missing, and right. they, you know, they don't they don't have empathy. Yeah, and unfortunately, that last episode is talking about somebody who affects everybody's life, right? You know? But right, but uh, but overall, it's it's just you know, dirty money. Alex, Alex Gibney always makes good shit. He is good. This yep. is no exception. Totally. I'm into that. I'm going to watch that. Um, So I tweeted something about this and people thought it was kind of funny, but it's not something I made up. 
I think an Uber driver was trying to suck my dick the other day. Oh, really? Yeah. Like what? What? Play, give me the whole. So scene. I'm getting I'm getting a ride. Um, my my car is at another place, and I'm getting my ride to go. I'm getting a ride to go pick it up. And the guy pulls up, and he's an Asian guy. And not that that matters. I'm just trying to draw a picture here. I know we live in the need time. the full picture. We can't. Yeah, I'm not we need trying to offend anybody. I feel like I have to clarify that. So it's this Asian guy picks me up, and I get in the car, and he's like, "Hey, man." He's like, "You know who you look like?" And I'm like, "This is the first thing he says to me." And I'm like, "No." And I'm thinking like Jimmy Kimmel, Fred Savage, Kirk Cameron, like the usuals. Like not, yeah, yeah. not, not um, complimentary in any way, but the 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 names I usually get. And I'm like. Uh, no. And he's like, you look like Ed Sheeran, man. And I'm like, he's like, do people tell you that a lot? And I'm like, Ed, Ed Sheeran's a fucking ginge. He's an Irish ginge with freckles. I, I mean, I'm not, I, I don't know you in real life, but I'm not seeing that one. No. No. And it's not like, not like I had a, I had sunglasses on, but it's not like I had a hood and was like hiding my face Unabomber style. And I'm like, uh, okay, yeah, no, I've never heard that before. And he's like, "You, you, you play music?" And I'm like, "Because apparently, like, looking like someone means that you also have to have the same job as them." And I'm like, "That's a big leap." Yeah, and I'm like, "No, no, I don't play music." And he's, and then he just keeps driving. And I, I'm not a dick, but I set the vibe usually that I'm not in conversation mode with yeah, let's, drivers. Let's cut the chit chat. Yeah, I'm texting, and I'm, you know, like looking away and he's like, and he keeps looking at me in the rearview mirror and he's like, hey, what are you doing this weekend, man? And I'm like, oh. Oh, just, uh, uh, I don't know. Just probably nothing laying low. He's like, yeah. He's like, I'm, uh, um, I'm invited to some parties, but I don't think I'm going to go. And I'm like, Oh, cool. And he's like, you know, sex parties. Whoa. And I'm like, that's I a, don't. Bi- that's a big conversation. Lee. Yeah. I don't know any, I don't know sex parties. I don't know. And I'm, I'm, and of course I'm not engaging. So I'm just like, Oh, cool. And he's like, you, uh, he's like, what would you do if you got invited to a party like that? Oh yeah. This, this guy wants to fuck. Yeah. And I'm like, I, uh, I don't know. I don't know what I do. I go, I guess it would depend on what kind of people it was. And he's like, uh, yeah, yeah. He's like, they're all kind. He's like, guy, girl, all kind of people there. And I'm like, all right, cool. And then he's like, um, well, oh, he's like, you're going to Costa Mesa. That's a town in Orange County. Ed. And I'm like, okay. yeah, yeah, Costa Mesa. And he's like, uh, he's like, oh, that's right where I live. And then he's like, says the name of the exit. And I'm like, yeah. And he's, and he alert, or I go, yeah, you, you get off of this one exit and then you make a left on this one street. And then he announces, he's like, oh, I live off that street. And I'm so like, he's your neighbor. Well, no, we're not going near my house. We're going to pick up oh, my car. And I go, okay. oh, cool. I don't give a fuck where you live. And he's like, you know, um, he's like, that exit, so crazy. He's like, it's maybe we get off at a different exit. And I can see, I know the geography. He's saying get off at the exit that would go by his house. And I'm like, actually. Oh, I, I was thinking maybe inspiration point. Right, could, could be. And I go, I go, actually, uh, that, that exit's fine. Like, I don't, I've used it before. It's. We don't need to adjust the route at all. And he's like, no. And he's like kind of getting forceful. He's like, no, it's, I just saw it. It's bad, you know? And he's like, cause I think they need your permission to go off route. 
And I think that's what he was, you know, he had the route, like Uber gives you the route to take. And yeah. if, and but if, the route he wanted to suggest was right. your penis in his mouth. Right. He was like, he was like, <laughs> he wanted to open up the tunnel for you. He's like off route route. And I'm like, ah, uh, no, it's cool. Like, just take me to my thing. And then he's, I think he got the picture and was, you know, he dropped me off in my car and everything was fine. But I, I think I'm right to assume that if I had said, Oh no, go ahead and take that exit. He would have, he would have taken it to the next level and been like, Hey, let's just pull off here and I'll just, I'll just suck that dick of yours right here and at my place. You know, he totally went to the sex party and was like, you know, you never believe who I just jerked off. Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. <laughs> <laughs> you know what Ed Sheeran? I gotta say, I would be very proud. I, I, uh, I'm not necessarily interested in dudes right. sucking my dick, but I would I would love to be asked. I would love to be, you know, like, I, you know, it's a little uncomfortable when you just want to get where you want to go. But there is, once you're done with the scenario, that's pretty cool. Like, yeah, I mean, it's, I don't, I don't think I've ever been like openly hit on by a, a gay or bisexual dude before. And uh, so I, I think that was kind of nice, but it was a little uncomfortable in the moment. I have to say in the moment, but I'm saying in retrospect, that's, that's a good feeling. Like I remember the time, I think I've said it before. I was walking through the West village, like late at night and a guy walks by, I was, I guess near a gay bar. There's a ton of them there. And uh, a guy like is walking next to me on the sidewalk and he goes, Hey, you cool. I was like, yeah, I'm cool. I figured like he's asking me like, Am I cool with the gay lifestyle or something? Right. No, he was at, like, that's a, and th- that's code. He put, immediately put his arm around me and I'm like, well, I'm not, not exactly that cool. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> that's yeah. very forward. Well, yeah. I mean, it was, it was, uh, it was like one of these pre kids, you know, two in the morning had been out. Yeah. Deep, yeah. And I was like, all of a sudden I got super sober. I was like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm I'm cool with everything, but like it's just not my thing. <laughs> just got out of there. Right. But like, man, I was thinking like on my, when I got on the uh, the train home, I was like, man, it's really cool being a uh, a gay dude. Like somebody yeah. says they're cool, and it's like, all right, let's start fucking. Well, that's you know the gay guys, they got the life. Like they do. They're both they do. guys, so no one's playing hard to get. Like if mm-hmm. you want to get your dick sucked. Someone, you just have to say, Hey, how are you doing? I want to get my dick sucked right now. And there's somebody that's going to be like, Cool, I want to suck your dick because we're both dudes and that's what I'm into and that's right. what you're into. No games. No games, no games here. Games. We're going for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, it was. Uh, that well, was congratulations. A new, thanks, man. Congratulations on it. getting out of there alive because, yes. you, you know, that also could have been like, <laughs> he wanted to cut you into pieces. Yeah. But also, now that you can look at it in the rearview mirror, it was nice. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. It was nice. It was, you know, I don't know if I'll ever run into that guy again, but uh, I gave him five stars. You know, it was sure. a little, it was a little awkward, but I'll, I'll tell you what, did a great job driving the car. Got you where you needed to go. Yeah, it was didn't cut anybody off. Wasn't like jerking between lanes. I mean, he was looking to jerk me off, but that's only right. probably because he thought I was famous. <laughs> he wanted to cut right into your lane. He thought he thought I was a, a famous ginge. Uh, okay, anything else to add before we get into it? Nah. Okay. Nah, we're good. Um, I got a weird voicemail. You want to hear it? Let's hear it. Okay, sure. Let's, let's see if this works. Hey, this is Sexy Rexy in New Mexico, currently at the mall. The question is, how long are U.S. Americans? And that's it. Oh, It cuts my. off. And the, 
the actual voicemail goes another minute, but that he's he, he hit the mute button by mistake, or, or he something. he died in the middle of it, or he was abducted. A lot of directions this could go. Abducted Wait, so by a Cambodian a, Uber driver. He's, he's he's sexy Rexy in New Mexi. From yeah, and he's at, he's the, at mall, the mall. Which is a weird place so to he, call from. He's giving off a Roy Moore vibe. Oh, could be, could be. He's is I, he cruising I, at the mall? I, I'm I'm at once um, so curious to see where that was going, but at the same time terrified. Right, because if we heard any more, we could be part of a deposition. Right, maybe maybe he did that for our our own benefit. <laughs> like we we might have been accomplices if we didn't get out right then. Uh, yeah, let's. So, let's, what are we supposed to say? Should we say try it again, sexy Rex? Yeah, I don't, and also, or maybe don't try it again if you really are going to do some illegal stuff. Yeah, I, I don't know, sexy Rex. You know, like a lot of people are familiar right. to us. He's not a regular. Show. No, and I don't. I don't know he might him. Be a regular at that mall. I don't know if it's a nom de plume. I don't. I'm not sure what's a, what's going on. Maybe some. Maybe somebody in our audience will recognize this person. I'll play it one more time. Listen. Hey, this is Sexy Rexy in New Mexi, currently at the mall. The question is, how long are U.S. Americans? Wow. Wow. And, oh, you oh. know, the way he said, hey, yeah, reminds me of the great joke, what do gay horses eat? Hey. Hey. Um, um, yeah, it was, it was I don't interesting. Know. I don't yeah, I, I He's do, very smooth. Even though it could take us down a dark path, I do want to know what Sexy Rexy was I'm, up to at the mall. Yeah, because it might be – he might think he left us a message because it's a – the voicemail's yeah. over a minute, which is the max I mean, length. maybe he just wanted to comment on like Cinnabon or something, but – Asparo. He's like, hey, have you guys tried Asparo? It's fucking but, pretty good pizza here. But he's putting on a voice like he's up to something. Yeah, it's uh, it's a little terrifying, but at the same time yeah. – very right. interesting. You can't leave us hanging. We got to know what's up, yeah, even I, even if it's going to haunt us. I, yeah. When we find out, I need to know what's going on there. Uh, uh, okay, here's let's do some email. Okay. Hey gang, hope everything is tip top. Question for all of you: Which is worse, hopping into the shower and one being out of shampoo and having to use soap on your hair, or B? Being out of soap and having to use shampoo on your body, there definitely has to be differing opinions depending on the time you take a shower. Hashtag team morning shower. Patiently awaiting your response. Your friend Trav and the Braz. Well, I, I mean, that seems like an easy answer there. But, Ed, go ahead. I mean, I've, I've sadly been down these roads in life, yeah. mostly in college when I couldn't afford shit. Um but the champ when you're I, I have had to use the soap and it's a whole different consistency. No, don't do it. Yeah. Um the the better move when you're out of shampoo is the water. You can get it another couple days yep. with the water in the shampoo bottle. Hundred percent. But if you're out of soap and you just use shampoo, I mean that's kind of liquid soap anyway. It is. Hundred percent. That's that's fine. I, I stay in a hotel. I just grab the shampoo and I squeeze out fucking the yeah. whole bottle and just do my whole hair and body with the shampoo. I don't give a fuck. It's I, shampoo I is too. soap. In, in the hotels, because you're using the, the soap yeah. that they give you yeah. like by the sink, wash your hands or something. Yep. And also, like if you're in the shower and you're trying to peel that paper off, you totally. got paper everywhere. 100%. Just go with the shampoo. Just shampoo go with the shampoo. Soap. Yeah, if they don't give you the shower gel, 
if they give you the bar soap or whatever, it's like, yeah, you're like trying to throw the paper out of the shop. I just use the shampoo. They give you another one the next day. Like, who gives a fuck? Uh, and I'll just. And we got to know what the Braz is. Is this, is he Brazilian? Yes. Brazilian? He has Come dropped on, this before. Is this, I feel like it's something that should be easy to get that we're missing. Is there a town called the Brat? I don't know what that is. Braz. He's not saying brats like he's, he's like from Scani. No, like a yeah, like the bratwurst, braz, b r a z. I don't know. I need that sorted out, and I hope it's not something that's easy that I'm just missing. Right. Um. Okay. Here's another one. Brian, how was that pair? Dean, mm-hmm. we'll get back to that one. Well, this because I think that one gets answered in a, in another email here. Um, and then there's the, this Ryan in Wichita, he reached out last week and he's reached out again this week. And last week it was a filthy, filthy email all to do with his bowel movements or lack thereof. Like once a, once a week. Or yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. And it had all sorts of terrible, terrible, unsavory <laughs> discussion in it. And then this week he's. He's been watching the Olympics and he's obsessed with the um, with the pliability of the male figure skaters' bodies, and he wants to know what they can do to themselves with that flexibility. And I don't, I don't want. I've never thought about that. Well, I, I have no problem thinking about that one. That's not. That's not like shit. That's not scatological. I mean, it's just if they. Well, it's. Listen. It could be the way he describes it. It's oh, very. Well, I, it's I, extru- I haven't. I haven't read the description. It's, but what it's I very. Say, it's very crass, and it's not a way I like to I'm speak or be he's heard speaking. About, uh, sucking his own dick. Yeah. I assume that's what he's getting at. Self fellatio, yes. But I, the thing that I think, as flexible as you are, to be able to do that, I don't think even like if you could do a full split, doesn't mean you'd get to your dick unless you're like. Have like a foot and a half dick. Like no, well, you gotta have a you gotta have a long ass dick. I can't believe I'm having this discussion. You gotta have a long ass dick, first of all. Then you gotta be able to do that thing where you roll over on your back so your shoulder blades are on the ground and your legs go over your head. But the thing is, but you is would like, have to have vertebrae missing. Like you I don't can't. know. I don't know. It's it would but help to have a long. I remember. Ass dick. I remember like high school or something. Somebody's like, you could suck your own dick, would you? And I was like. Well, not, I'm not interested in sucking dicks. Like that's exactly. Exactly. it's a gay act. How like, could you gay? I yeah. guess, but like, yes. yeah. I mean, I guess hand jobs are a gay act too. But like, you know, you try to pass that off. Right. You get a dick in your mouth. That's. I mean, you that's couldn't a pretty dramatic gay move. You couldn't really concentrate on the the thing about the what's pleasurable about it is that someone else is doing it to you. Like if you're yeah, it would be hard to be like, oh, this feels good, but. Because your mouth would be full of dick, which is which is fine for some and people. It's just not for me. Even if you are a gay guy, that's not going to be one you recover from if somebody walks in and sees you doing that. No. 100%. Even if you're the gay, even if you're, uh, who's the figure, Johnny Weir? Oh, he's the best. Like, he so is gay. awesome. Yeah. But if he, if somebody walked in on him doing it, people would be like, you know, that's kind of weird, buddy. Yeah, 100%. Oh, Ryan in Wichita adds a PS that he took your advice about whatever he was asking about last week. 
and no, that's he's, shitting? He's, he's drinking more water and things are working out for him. So, <laughs> oh, it's, yeah. It's enough of that, Ryan, in Wichita. Oh, he yeah. was eating like wheels of cheese, I think. I, know, I, can't, I, I can't remember. Uh, okay, here's another one. Ballers. Leading up to this week's show, I felt like I was missing something, like part of my life was incomplete. It hit me after tapping on Instagram and seeing Brian eating a pear with a fork. Brian didn't do an Insta story ahead of the show like he normally does. The Insta story has become a few second teaser that gets me excited for the show to come. More Insta stories. I know I'm not the only one that feels this way, but I enjoy listening to Brian recap his Insta stories to Ed. Hearing Ed feign interest in Brian discussing his fitness gains or the snake he found on a hike is always good for a chuckle or two. Please make this into a weekly segment. Keep up the good work, Ben906. Well, yeah. See now. Are you trolling people? I mean. What do you mean? So the, you were eating a fruit with a fork? So the other day, so the other day, I had this juicy pear. And I don't like a pear when it gets too ripe. It's got to be just before it gets ripe. I like it firm. I like a firm pear. So I, and these days I do, ah, went to the fucking dentist yesterday. Fuck the dentist. Hold on. I'll get back to that. The, uh, the, these days I always cut up my fruit. And if it's an apple, I just eat it with my fingers. You know, I keep my hands clean. I wash my hands. I cut up the apple. I eat the apple with my fingers. Why do you cut it up? I do. I don't want to. I don't want to have to take bites of it. I will just want it cut up. I just prefer to eat it that way. I cut it into, you know, like uh, slices. Like, like the kids get it. Like uh, yeah, that's right. Know, like like lunchables or right. Yeah, except I do my own. I cut up my own apple on a plate. Okay, and I eat it. Is it because you have like sensitive teeth you can't bite into um it isn't that isn't a reason i just prefer not to to take it that way i don't know i don't want to bite into it i don't like eating it that way i don't want it dripping all over my hands i don't want to like have do to you eat do you eat like candy bars and donuts with with fork and knife like no no those, those are soft items so i would eat those i would not i would just eat those regularly normally um, okay. the, but this, I the other day I cut up this pear and I was like, you know, if I, if I eat that with my fingers, I feel like my fingers are going to get kind of sticky and I just wash my hands and I don't want to wash them again. So I'm like, you know what I'll do? Let's throw that thing down with a fork. And as I'm staying, I'm standing there, I was at work and I was standing there at my desk eating this fork off or this pear off a plate with a fork. And I thought, you know what? This is, I don't know why I'm just keeping this to myself. This is fucking content right here. Like there are people in the world that would have interest in me eating a pear with a fork, and lo and behold, a couple of them emailed this program to announce as much. Hey, how was the pear from Dean and Ben? Loved watching you eat that pear. Tell Ed about it, which I just did. That that's really. I mean, nobody eats fruit with a fork. This is like. This is like Logan Paul territory. Are you going to start doing splits on graves? Oh, no, like no. what? <laughs> no, I can't do the splits. Um, what about a? Well, here's here's one. What about a mango or melon? Something you cut off, I don't like melon, cut cut up that has no that you have to remove the rind to eat it. You're not just going to eat 
pieces of mango with your finger fingers. Well, I mean, what about like do he like a clementine with a fork knife? No, no, I would just peel, peel it. I would just peel that. I'm saying it's the same type of thing. I'm not, it's oranges, oranges are so tart. I rarely, you know what I like is a blood orange, but I rarely eat any kind of orange. Um, also, what about berries? You're not just popping berries like well, like almonds. Sure. No. What? Use a utensil a for that. Yes. I put them in a bowl. What? I put them in a bowl and I eat them with a Pop fork. Those in your mouth. Not what? like you, not like you're squeezing no. them with your oh, fist man. as you put it in your mouth like some sort of savage. Or I like do a whole one year old. I do a whole mix of berries and I use a fork for that. This is this, I'm a civilized strawberry? man. Strawberry, yeah, strawberry I because I cut I cut up strawberries. I cut that top thing off, that gross top thing on the strawberries, and then I cut it and I, I quarter it. I'm cor- not sure what I'm feeling right now, but it's not good. I co- I'll quarter a bunch of them and I'll eat that with a fork always. That's how you do it. You, you know what I do? Some, you know what I do? Some, Fingers are pretty useful. You know what I do sometimes for a treat? So I'll take a, uh, I'll get like a little bowl of Greek yogurt, high protein, and then I'll, and then I'll put some uh, like a dollop of peanut butter in the Greek yogurt, and I'll kind of mix it together with just a tiniest little bit of honey mixed in for just a little sweetness, and then I'll throw a few berries on top of that just like a little like a little dessert that's just not that's kind of naughty but not too bad and when i was five i came to the realization that yogurt is disgusting it's been, and i've never touched it since i'm not a huge yogurt guy either i agree so gross but i consistency li- li- when i see people eating butter. yogurt it's pretty much the grossest and, thing and I've ever seen. greek yogurt's so tart it's oh, extremely yeah. tart smell but My wife eats it yeah it smells yeah awful. i put i put a i i I bury the flavor, so I get the benefits. I get the protein benefit, and it's like a little uh, little after dinner treat that I occasionally have. I might do that tonight. I made a big pot of chili. Hey, if you're following my Insta stories, you know that I got a, I got a big ass pot of chili, and somebody's already attacked me via Insta story DM to let me know that beans don't go in chili because that's a Texas thing. In Texas, they don't put beans in their chili, but everywhere else does. Uh, so I got a pot of chili going that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to eat after I finish recording the show. Wait, Insta beans story. don't go in chili? According to Texans. Beans, beans do go I mean, in I, chili I told else. you, when I make chili... Unfortunately, I'm the only person in my house that would touch beans. Right. So I often make it without beans, but I didn't know it was a thing that you're not supposed to yeah. do it. Huh? Well, only in Texas. Texans don't put beans in their chili. Um, speaking of somebody that likes to put things places, what is going on with former – this guy, this is one of those guys. Every team. But this is one of those guys that was like good. Like yeah, he's good. You forget – there's guys that are like not Hall of Famers, but that were like good in their career, and you sort of right. forget he about. He belongs him. in the the Hall of Good. Hall of, of Good, of fame, but he was good. Yeah. yeah, Mexican pitcher Esteban Loaiza. What's he up to post career? Is he got a foundation? Is he helping out the kids? What's he What's he doing with his? Yeah, I think he banked like forty four million in yeah. his career. Yeah, that's not too so bad. Let's uh, Let's check in with, according to Yahoo's Jeff Passan, former MLB pitcher Esteban Loaiza the second winningest pitcher from Mexico in MLB history was arrested Friday with 20 kilos of heroin or cocaine, according to the San Diego police records. Wow. Eliza had a 14 year career, including finishing second in the Cy Young in 03. See, 
Now, Brian, I have one question to you about this, and one only. Why don't the San Diego police know if it's Yayo or Smack? I don't know. Like, don't, you, don't you remember every 80s yes, movie? they got a the little, chief, they could test it. The chief or, like, the drug kingpin. Anytime you had, like, something on the table, somebody would dip their finger yeah. in, take a taste, and they knew. Oh, yeah. There's, those chiefs don't exist anymore? And if you, and just, like, what they don't tell you, like, if it's really pure... And you dip your fucking pinky in some yeah, cocaine. Geez, and she's fucked up. You shove it in your mouth. Like you're fucking high on cocaine for a little bit after that. That's not, you're not, it's that's not, not just a numb mouth. The chief always took a taste. Yes. You take, take a taste and you know right away. Uh, or I've seen cops. They get that little blue stuff. They got, yeah. they put it in there or no, they put it in. It's clear. They put it in and they shake it up and it turns blue. And you're, then they're like, Hey, look at that. It's fucking Coke. Turns out, I don't know if it was like, if it was like 60 minutes or real sports or something that I was watching. I think it was real sports where the tons of people uh, go to prison all the time because they test shit and like lots of different shit turn that stuff blue and then they get arrested. You get arrested and they impound your vehicle and then you got to wait six weeks until the lab tests what you actually had. And they're like, Oh no, that was actually um, loose pieces of sheetrock. In your oh yeah, trunk. that was on Samantha B. I think. Oh yeah, did Samantha that whole B. Segment. Yeah, and it's they like, did the whole segment, and like the guy was like a contractor. Yeah, and he had sheetrock, and they're like, nope, this is cocaine. Yeah. Look, it turned our test. Ruin, yeah, ruined your life. And he didn't have money to. He didn't have money to fight it. Like, yeah, there's it fucked his life up. So well, yeah, I mean, just let's go test. back to the days of the chief testing it. Yeah, I'll, yeah, have, have a little taste. Like, what what else you got to look forward to? And you know that in San Diego, like they're like, hey, he had. 20 kilos of coke or heroin but really he had like 21 <laughs> yeah. you know like, they're 22 and uh, they're like oh just round down to 20 throw that in your yeah, trunk did the old they all did the old baker's dozen yeah oh, one for one for me 12 for you yeah, i mean they're not going to notice one missing I, I know i know a guy that can get rid of this for us guys um what's the end game like this guy made 44 million even bad investments you know, he's he's probably still got some money in the bank. 20 kilos, probably looking at most of the rest of his life in prison for that. Federal prison. Like, is that is that worth it? Yeah, I mean, I get there's certainly – it's certainly a growth industry, but there's a lot of downside. Huge, huge. And I get it for the guy that's on the come. Like – not all of us have the uh, gifts to pitch right. in Major League Baseball. But so we have to do good, other things to make money. But this Esteban – Stephen Loiza. coach, right? Yeah. I mean maybe. Yeah, down the Mexican League. Just something. Yeah. I mean it seemed like he, he had big aspirations. Right. Who was the guy, Uga Thurbina, that like lit his oh. – he lit he his somebody? house workers on fire or something. Yeah. Like he thought – might have tried to eat someone. He, he like threw him in a pit or something, threw yeah. gasoline he, on him. But that was in, that was in Venezuela. Venezuela. Like, there's no yeah. laws or anything where you can like sure. – you go to prison, but you like own the prison. You get to leave at Yeah, night. every day is like the purge there, I'm guessing. Yeah, like so that makes a little more sense. But uh, we'll have to keep an eye on this Esteban Loiza story. Right. 
Um, now, yeah. This next story. Yeah, let's hear about it. Just just like a couple minutes ago, I just clicked on the story to see if I could get a an image up there. Uh-oh. Apparently, I mean, this is time to blame this uh, Facebook algorithm. Somebody commented on it and popped up on my feed. It's from 2016. But oh, I hate that. I hate still, still, still worth talking about. Well, it's still worth talking about. But like, if you say, "Hey, I heard this story two years ago," you can fuck. Well, also, also, Ed, our, we need to self-report our bad for missing the story. I mean, it's not like we weren't doing a podcast two years That's ago. True. Oh my god! Oh, uh, the video's playing. Um, we we missed the boat on this one, and this is this yeah. is. It's our wheelhouse story. of a story, so I'm glad um, we're here to discuss it. Let's let, let's hit it. Uh, a Greek bodybuilder was a little too pumped up after losing a prestigious competition, so he slapped the judge, flipped over the judge's table, and reportedly pulled out his penis. Giannis Magos freaked out at the, I guess, 2016 IFBB Diamond Cup in Athens, mm-hmm. Greece. Yeah, after he won his hundred kilogram division but failed to win the overall title yesterday i'm winner yesterday i'm winner margos yells at, as the crowd looks on and today i get beat how yeah it's crazy i don't understand fuck off this is the third time he had come in second place overall at the annual event according to evolution of bodybuilding.net now brian my big question is this can you imagine reading a sadder website evolution of bodybuilding no no it's like there are a few bodybuilders like of course there's arnold right right and arnold he took things he's the greatest bodybuilder in the history of the sport even beyond what he did after that he's very successful obviously and he would have been successful anything he did yeah but he took it to the next level where he just was bigger than everyone else, just everywhere. And, he got in Ferrigno's head. Yes. And it was, yeah, he, he put this, this air quote sport of bodybuilding on the map. And then since then, there's been that Dorian Yates, the British guy who's just a monster, Lee Haney. There's a few guys, household names. Lee Haney's the black guy, right? Lee Haney's the black guy. And now the, the world champion is this guy called Phil Heath, I think. And, but the thing is, since Arnold, you can't really tell the difference. Like it's a judge sport. And it's like a bunch of guys that are, that have drained themselves of any hydration. So you could see all their muscles and they're grossly over muscled and they're painted with brown paint. And they all look super buff. So it's like really impossible. How can you really tell? It's subjective. Who's better one guy to the next? Because they're all freakishly huge, right? Yeah, they're enormous. Like, they all look like Korean Hulk. Yes. Well, no, yes. Well, Korean Hulk. But I'm saying. He doesn't have the definition. I can tell the difference between (laughs) Korean Hulk and an actual bodybuilder. Oh, yes, yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm. I'm just saying, size wise, like they look freakish in every every angle. Like they just don't look like, yes like a normal human. They, and yeah, they because they juice like crazy. They work well, out. Korean Hulk has style. 
well, Korean Hulk's a billionaire and he's got like big dogs and he's, but he's doing something else. He's, he looks Love very smooth. On airline pictures. Yeah. He's, he's banging Lindsay Lohan. Like, I'd, you know what? I follow Korean Hulk on the gram and I feel like I have not seen him recently. What is going on with Korean Hulk? I'm guessing there's a giant coronary blast waiting yeah, eventually, for him. Eventually, he, he doesn't. He doesn't look like he's sticking to the diet of these bodybuilders. Where it's like, set, have you ever read uh, the Rock's diet? I think like one of the um, he like listed his diet for uh, one of these what is it, like fitness magazines. Three, do- three dozen eggs. Yeah, it's it's like that. It's like every. Two and a half to three hours, he's eating like nine fillets of cod or like seven chicken breasts. It's like he's really power, powering that body. And I don't think Korean Hulk is holding himself to the same standards. Yeah. And if he's with Lohan, I'm guessing he's really not making the smartest choices. No, probably not. Probably not. Uh, okay, what else is going on? Um. Well, we've we've done our fair share of Boston loves white yeah. people a little too much stories. Good people. But this this might this might take the cake. In celebration of Black History Month, the Boston Police Department's Twitter account decided to honor it. I s- Oh, sorry. Oh. Yeah, something happened there. Yeah. No, continue. By s- they were singling out a Boston resident who went above and beyond. Crispus Attics. Yeah. I was going to say Crispus Attics. How about um, Jim Rice? Jim Rice didn't he really Cranky. like never never really got respected there. Donna Donna Summer. Um, who's Reggie Lewis? Reggie Lewis, Bill Russell. How about New Edition? Are they from Boston? They're black. Yeah. Yeah, Bobby Brown. Oh, I didn't know that. The Chief, maybe Robert Paris. Oh, fucking the Chief. Who didn't love the Chief? Yeah. Well, they went in a different direction. Dennis, they, Dennis Johnson, RIP. Uh, they went in a slightly different direction. So in honor of Black History Month, we play, we pay tribute to Celtics legend Red Auerbach for being the first <laughs> NBA coach to draft a black player in 1950, field an all-African-American starting five in 64, and hire the league's first African-American head coach, Bill Russell, in 1966. Uh, they took some heat, and then they tried to take it down and and post a picture of Bill yeah. Russell and be like, yeah, this is who we're respecting, but everybody called him out on their bullshit. Is it possible, Brian, for a story to be more Boston? It's, I love Boston. They're the best. <laughs> They're the, they, just can't, they just can't help it. Like in, they, they, they only know one way. In Boston, like Jackie Robinson Day would be Branch Ricky Day, or like it's just you can't give right. credit to the guy. You got to give credit to the – the white guy behind the guy—it's great. It's the best. Yeah, it's one thing to say, yeah, he was—he was more progressive than most of the era, but like, he's still white. He's—he's right. he's white. Yeah, I mean, he—he—he he, he wanted to win a little bit more than the rest of the guys, so he's like, right. fuck. This. He didn't let racism prevent him from winning. Right. Like, I'm—I could either not win with all these white guys or. We'll get some black guys on this team and really start fucking everybody up. I mean, it was it was pretty smart, but I don't. I'm not certain how altruistic it was. Maybe, but maybe. Right. Um, speaking of that, Ed, somebody once told me that they were they were um, traveling through India, and it was like mm. 
they were young and they were staying like in hostels or they would just rent. Like you can go to somebody's house and just give them, it was kind of like early Airbnb where you just give them some um, rupees and they're like, no, you can just stay here. And uh, they were staying at this um, family's house and they walked outside at night and they heard the sound and they look over on the side of the house and there was a board, like a piece of wood, plywood going down from the house into the river that went by the house. And the grandma was just having a, a piss on the side of the house. And it turns out that piece of wood was the family toilet. Like it had like a little groove in the middle and just everything, everything that you expel from your body would just slide down the groove and into the river. And like a lot of third world places, they don't, they haven't really caught on to the, like, we only got the one planet thing, you know, they might be, well, or maybe they have caught on and they're like, no, Elon Musk is going to save us. We're all going to jump in roadsters and hop over to Mars. But they're, they really polluted themselves um, into some big trouble. And also they have so many people there that it's, that's kind of an issue because there's a lot of waste. Well, uh, and that, that waste also tends to be human bodies. Because when you have 6 billion people or whatever, you got to figure every day. <laughs> 6 billion. Like, wait, no, wait, 2 billion. They got 2 billion in <laughs> India, right? There's 6 billion on the planet, 6 or 7 billion no. on the planet. Two billion of them are in like, I India. Think they have like eight hundred million or something. Like oh that. no, no, they've reached a billion. Six India. Bi- Hold on. All right, maybe they're at a B. Maybe they're at a billion. I think they might be up to two. Hold on. India population twenty seventeen. <laughs> Just hold on. One point three billion. One point three. Okay. One point three four billion. Hey, I misspoke, buddy. All right. Six billion, and what's really what's the difference? Sorry, I got distracted. Uh, what's the difference? I just wa- saw a Life Alert commercial oh, starring Lonnie Anderson. Oh, she's back! Oh, how's she looking? She's looking like somebody who belongs in a Life Alert commercial. <laughs> she still got those big titties. She does, she does not. Look, yeah, she does. She's got. She's now Grammy num nums. Uh, she does not look like the chick that uh, Venus Flytrap was was trying to get with. Everybody was trying to get with her, except for Mr. Carlson. Uh, unless Nesman really was. He was too intimidated by her. Uh, Tarlick had a deal. You know, what we mm. sh- you know what we should do? What? For our, our March Madness tournament. What? 80 sitcoms. Playoff. Play them off. We make, a, mm. we make a bracket, an 80 sitcom bracket. We play them off to the, to the best because I've... I tell you right now, without having looked at the list, I got WKRP in Cincinnati in my final four. Oh, S- sure, straight up. I thought you were just talking about women of those. Oh no! Oh, we could do that too. I don't know. It's, it's just an idea. Just nah, that's kind of that's kind of creepy. That's yeah, uh, yeah, just cheesy. I was gonna say because a sleeper in that tournament would be Aaron Gray. Oh, sleeper favorite. Um, I mean, yeah, I, WKRP was solid. So funny. So was the idea, um, uh, that Hessman was just on heroin the whole time? Uh, you know, they kind of played it fast so and loose with that. 
Yeah, he was like real low key. You know, uh, Venus, he was working the night shift and he was like the only one there at the station. But you think if you have the night shift, like your body clock would, would kind of work a certain way. Right. He seemed like he was doing the night shift, but like still was awake when everybody else was awake. Remember when uh, Johnny Fever, remember he sold out and went disco for a while? And yeah, he was like, was, he was like the, the club DJ. He was which, like the alter ego. Really? <laughs> Like that was that was the play because if you if you look at those DJs these days like Diplo and the yeah. other ones Testio who are the DJs um, Calvin yeah. Harris like they're yeah, making I, big dough like Hessman would have been smart to to make that the play then he wouldn't have had to get that job as a school teacher later yeah that's true teaching Arvid Engen <laughs> um, Dennis Blunden. <laughs> What's his name? The bad boy from that show is like a huge producer oh. now. Uh, Brian what, Robbins. Tom? What was his name on the show? Wait, he's a, he's a producer? Oh, he's, yeah, he's massive producer. He was the saddest bad boy. Yeah, he was. He was. Because you could tell he was a nerd. And I are, he's like, hey, I don't want to be in this smart class. Like, I'm fuck. I yeah, wear a leather jacket. A <laughs> yeah. He had a mullet and a leather jacket. That's what made him cool. He's the same size as Arvid. Right. The, but there was there was some talent. In yeah, that the class. redhead was banging. She was super redhead. Simone Maria Maria was was pretty hot. Yes, we had Robin Givens. Oh yeah, I forgot about there was Givens. Talent in that classroom, except for the little kid. The, oh, the, that little nerd girl who was like twelve. Right, I forgot about that head of the class. Also, who could forget Perfect Strangers? Like that was a oh, show. There was there was some talent with with. I mean. Yeah, Larry Appleton shouldn't have been getting anybody, oh, he, and his girlfriend was ridiculous. He had no chin. The guy had no chin whatsoever, yeah. and he had an asexual, quasi-Greek cousin living with him. That would have killed your chances. And Jennifer and Marianne, I think. Yes. Very hot. Anyway, the Ganges River is overflowing with dead bodies, Ed. <laughs> Um, the, the river's cleansing abilities are limited by the fact that the Ganges is one of the world's most polluted waterways. Only a billion gallons. They might, may not have 6 billion people, but they got a billion gallons of raw sewage and industrial waste pouring into the Ganges every single day. Good. The, the Indian government, I use that and I put that in air quotes. The, so they're, the Indian, they're investing, <laughs> they're investing in like, uh, cleaning facilities. Yeah, like a, yeah, exactly. Like water treatment plant. Just exactly what you're thinking. Actually, no. They they have announced a new plan. Um okay. and one of those that's gaining some steam is breeding thousands of flesh-eating turtles. <laughs> what to, could possibly go to on? deal with the 200 tons of half-cremated decomposing bodies that Hindus place in the river at Varanasi every year and commissioning an official pop anthem for the river to rouse patriotic sentiment. Ed, what is more disgusting? Um, thousands of flesh eating turtles in the Ganges river or that one Indian temple where they worship rats. And so the place is just overrun with, um, it's just teeming with, Live rats all the time. Well, rats. You you watch that documentary on rats. That's how I know about that. Yeah, rats. I, it's called. 
but that that's what I'm assuming. That's how you knew about it. I didn't know about that. Yeah. Rats, rats are pretty gross, but very something eating your flesh would probably be even worse. Yeah, but you're not going in. No one's getting in the. Wa- I mean, lots oh, of Indian no one's pe- going in? Lots of Indian people are. I want. I want. I want to check back on this story in like two years. No, no one Let's meaning. See. No one oh, meaning actually, you and I. Quite a few people get in. Yeah, we're not getting in, but we're not getting in a fucking rat temple either. That's true. That's true. Would yeah, you have? You- I mean, I want. I want you to improve India. Me too. I have, uh, I have some friends where that's that's their homeland. Right. Like, I'm not fucking. Do they? Are they? Do they currently reside there? No, they currently no. reside here. Right. Exactly. But I'm just saying. Like, I I get it. You have family back there, but like, Jesus, it just doesn't seem. I mean, I think. Slumdog Millionaire is as close as I'm getting to that. Ah, that, was, that was a really disturbing movie. I didn't. Oh, I love that shit. I didn't. Oh yeah, she's hot. She's super hot. She was super hot. with you the don't dude. See her much. She was with the dude. Like they oh, were boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah, IRL. What was her I name? I see him she's working, but I do not see her. Yeah. Um. Okay. Another one. Oh, this was a big story this week, and I just, I just feel like there are some shenanigans at works here. I just like when the, when the um, air quotes doctor got drug off that United flight, like there was video evidence of that. And you're like, Oh, this right. is kind of bullshit. And also he bought a fucking ticket. It really annoyed me. Cause I remember I was listening to Adam Carolla at the time and he's like, they tell you get off the fucking plane, get off the fucking plane. And we talked about it on the show and I'm like, that guy fucking bought a ticket for that plane. He bought a ticket and he was sitting in his seat. I ain't getting out of my, I got somewhere to be. Now, if you want me to get out of my seat, you can purchase it from me. You can buy the seat from me because everyone has a price. When you get to my number, I will let you know, and then you can have my seat. But fuck you and your bad planning. Well, this one's a little different. And this has been a big story. This whole, um, the emotional support animals. I think recently a woman was denied boarding a plane because she had an emotional support peacock. Hmm. Yes, I did see about that one. And isn't it, is it peahen? How do we know the difference? Because it's only the males that are peacocks. The females are peahens, but I feel like just they're all peacocks, which is kind of bullshit. I think we need a Me Too movement. They could be a little aggressive, those peacocks. Yeah, and they're noisy. They're noisy as fuck, yeah, and they're I didn't, huge. I, was, I, was, I saw one in a, a park in yeah. Madrid. Yeah. And he was like kind of, not chasing, but like going wherever I went, yeah. and I was not comfortable with it. No, they're good size. They're noisy. Um, there's a couple neighborhoods here in Southern California where they're just around. Like they're wild, and they just live around, and... Uh, they're pretty messy and pretty annoying and pretty territorial. But that's not what I'm talking about. This broad, first of all, she was flying um, Spirit Airlines, which hey, I've never Airbus. I've never flown Spirit Airlines, but just if you want to picture it, picture that um, river that we were just talking about, the Ganges River in India, <laughs> but it's a it's also a plane. It's the Greyhound of airlines. Yeah, it's like the seats are like it's like you have basically. I think I have flown Spirit. I've not good. I've definitely like looked at flights, and I'm always like, wait, it's two hundred and fifty bucks to go where I want to go on every other airline, but it's seventy nine bucks on this Spirit Airlines. How can they do that? And that's that's 
That's like the type that you feel like you might land in the Everglades. Right. And that was the value jet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I had to shut that one down. I mean, it's no, right. We're going to, we're going to go through some rebranding. It's after this right one. there in the name, Ed. <laughs> like they're telling you, like you're taking your life in your own hands. Well, this chick was flying from Miami on spirit and, uh, she was told that she could board the plane with her, um, emotional support hamster and it wasn't even a regular hamster which is pretty small it was a dwarf hamster but when she got to the gate they were like hey um no you cannot get on the plane with that dwarf hamster and she and this is where it gets specious to me she claims that the airline or the tsa it's unclear told her hey just flush it down the toilet and she was like, um, I don't have anybody that can come pick it up. And if the, I don't get on this plane, I'm going to be stuck in this airport for a day. And just being not too bright, apparently, she went ahead and flushed her. And she loved it so much and she needed right. its emotional support so badly that she flushed it down the toilet um, and then boarded the plane. So my question to you is like – it's a dwarf hamster. Why not just walk away and say, just put it in your pocket. Yeah. I got rid of that hamster and, uh, it's gone. It's, you know, kind of like when you walking into the movies with the burrito yeah. and they're like, Oh no, you can't bring that in here. And you're like, right. And you turn around right. and you put it in the front pocket of your sweatshirt. And then you come back and you're like, here I am. No burrito. And they're like, all right, go on in. Uh, it's, I feel like a dwarf hamster would be even easier. Also, why even present it in the first place? Why not just be like, right. hide the fucking hand? You already got to the flight. Like, just keep that thing low. I may or may not recently have uh, f- flown with some doobies in my possession. And I remember my some friends of mine were like, are you fucking crazy? Like, what are you going to do? And I'm like, first what of all. you put it around your dick? For, no, I just put it in my bag. I'm like, first of all, they're not. This, I'm not flying internationally. I'm like, there's nobody gives a fuck that I got a couple joints. They're looking for fucking bombs. They, I got a little weed on me. You think they give a shit? There's people flying with weed every fucking day. And I, I feel like it's the same with a hamster. Throw it in like a film canister or something along with your buds. But put it through the x-ray machine. You're good to go. Like, what's the big deal? My, my question to you, Ed, is this is – there's some shenanigans here, right? Is she trying to get over with something? Or, or is Spirit Airlines <laughs> to blame? Something doesn't add up right. because I remember um, not too long out of college, Michelle wanted us to have some fish. Oh, and beta fish? Then we went on vacation yeah. and it was like, What do we do with well, these? We things? don't have anybody to fi- feed our fish. Yeah. So I took the fish. You couldn't get your mom, I, you couldn't get your mom to come over? Well, she lives like an hour away. Oh, so it was like, we're, we're going to go through all this ordeal for fucking fish. I don't give yeah, a shit about it. Yeah, so I went to the local pet store. Yeah. When somebody at the counter wasn't looking, I put the fish right oh, on the, the counter great. Great. ran out of the store. That's great. Um, that's so good. But, <laughs> but you wouldn't kill it. I mean, you would just go to the Hudson book stand yeah. and you would put the hamster there. Right. Like, you wouldn't just kill an animal. No. But yeah. the bigger issue... No emotional support support animals. None. Seeing eye dog or get the fuck out of here. Right. Like it's enough. no emotional support. Look, we had a little show called the A Team. It's a great show. B. A. Baracus didn't <laughs> like flying. Put him under. You put him under. Yeah. 
You do not give him a hamster or a fucking parakeet no. or whatever it is. No, nothing. You yeah. put him under, you knock him out, you you inject him when he's not looking in his overalls. That's it. You don't, you don't, no emotional support animal. No, none. 100% agree. Like some guy was not, a, some guy wanted to board a plane with his um, emotional support python or something recently. And it's like, if he can't bring that on, then no. Emotional support prostitute. That's what you can bring. Right. No hamsters. No nothing. None of that stuff. That reminds me of a story. I, was, I have some buddies, and they were uh, they were all like living in an apartment. It was in college, and this did, this didn't happen to me, but I wish it did. Uh, and they were they somebody gave them some kittens, and they were like all high playing with the kittens. And the and the landlord came over, and there and she's like, "Hey, I heard you guys got some kittens." And there and she's like, "You're fucking getting rid of those kittens, or you're getting the fuck out of here." So they're like, oh, fuck, like, what do we do? So they're like taking some bong hits. They're like, how do we can't just, you know, the, um, they called and like the shelters wouldn't take them. And it's, you find an animal, you try to get rid of it. It's not easy. Trust me. And, and they're like, no one would take them in there. And they're like, dude, you know what? The pet store has a huge like pen of kittens and it's right in the front of the store. So what we're going to do is we're going to drive over there. Two of us, (laughs) two of us are going to jump out of the car. One is going to run and hold the door open while the other one runs in and flings (laughs) these three kittens in with the other dozen kittens that are in the pen. And then they'll they'll mix in together And there's no way they're going to know which ones we just flopped in there. And by the time they notice, we're going to be fucking down the street and back to our apartment where we're not going to have a problem anymore. And they're like, no, of course, no one was like, oh, that's a bad idea. Everyone's like, oh, fuck. Okay, let's go. Let's do it. And they're grabbing their keys and they're walking out of their apartment. And then they're like, some neighbor chicks were walking by and they're like, hey, what's up with those kittens? And they're like, oh, well, here's what's going on. We got a plan. And then they told the girls their plan and they, they just looked at them like, you guys are so fucking stupid. Like, how did you even come in possession of these things? Just get, give them to me. And they, they, they took the cats off their hands and went and distributed them amongst their chick friends. But it would be a way better story if they had actually. That is, oh, I, I wanted them to carry it out. I, know, see how I, really, it went. I really wish they had pulled it off because it there's, was a great idea. I was just thinking, I went to school with some guys that got all stoned, and they're like, you know what would be really cool? If we got a goat. And they they somehow procured a goat and, like, thought it was funny. Like, they're out drinking beers yeah. and smoking weed in the backyard, and the thing is, like, you know, doing its thing and yeah. like, feeding it tin cans or whatever. And then, like, by, like, two or three in the morning, everybody's gone to bed, and this thing won't shut the fuck up. Yeah. And they're just, they've just got a goat going crazy. And so, like, one of them, they, they, you know, drew straws or something. One of them just did, did the old fashioned, just drive it out to yeah. like a farm let in the middle of nowhere. Just yeah. let it go. Let it, re- <laughs> it lasted, it lasted like nine hours with them. They're like fucking goats. Never get a goat for a pet. Relocated. Yeah. 100%. I, I also knew a guy that would relocate neighborhood cats by just putting them in the, putting them in the back of his truck with a shell. And then he would just drive to work the next day. And then he would go into, he would un- open the tailgate 
and where, with the cat back there. And Run free. He, and he would just go to work for the day, and then he would come out, and miraculously the cat would have found its <laughs> way out of the truck, and then he would just go home because the cat was shitting in his yard. Mm-hmm. Um, Ed. Yeah. We, last week, did not, were not able to have our pop culture segment. Yeah, we, we, we got nothing. It's left. always a little depressing. Well, not depressing, but it's just not, something's a little bit off. Right. We kind of went through the motions, but it really wasn't, it just wasn't happening. Right. It just, you know, it's like, it's good. It's kind of like when they do, when it's like, it's, you know, nine o'clock on Thursday night or whatever, Wednesday night, whenever Magnum would come on and you'd be like, ah, fuck yeah, see what Tom's up to this week. And then it's like the whole episode's about TC. It's like Magnum only shows up in two scenes and you're like, what the fuck is this? Right. At the first commercial break, you're starting to feel a little nervous, but you're like, ah, they're just setting the tone for something big going down. They're like, yeah, by like that second or third commercial break, you're like, Fuck, or it, it's happened. one of those ones where they flash back the Vietnam. The Vietnam. Vietnam no, I, I don't want to go back to Nam with you guys. Like, I yeah. um, this, no more Nam. This, sh- this show's aspirational. Yeah. Like, this is an hour <laughs> show, and it only comes on once a week. And this is this is what you're giving me this week. This sucks. Yeah, I don't want the Myling massacre. Like, come on, give me give yes. me some fun stuff. You're supposed to wear a hula shirt, exactly. And it's, I mean, it's not like. The episodes without fancy sauce are still fucking amazing. <laughs> other than when you have a cough, it's yes. still it's still you and I, and you and I. That's like ninety nine percent better than anything else you could possibly so download. But it is kind of not the same. Although it is kind of the same now because you can hear loud crackling of things in, in the background. It's some type of packaging. And uh, what happened? What was that sound before? It sounded like somebody got uh, steamed to death. Oh, I don't know that sound, but there was there was um, a slamming down of a computer bag earlier. I don't know if that's the one you were talking about because that was very because it w- it was clunked onto a bar stool here in the studio. Sounded oh like possible God. murder intent. Uh, you know what? I I I'm able to somehow tune those out because I'm. Focused on you trying to do a show, um, but yeah, there are a lot of background noises. So, luckily, this week we are able to do a regular program with our pop culture segment brought to us by our very own pop culture correspondent, who joins us now. How are you, Fancy Sauce? Hey guys. Hey. I'm really good. Oh, that is so good to so hear. Nice it's so to, nice to have you back. So nice to hear your voices. Yes, it is nice to have you join us. Um, before we get into what is happening in the world of pop culture, mm-hmm. we have a lot of email to get to. Oh, did we do? Yes. So um, let's start. Hi. Have you guys seen this Jimmy Garoppolo? Dude might be the best looking guy I've ever seen. Furthermore, Greek men are known to have huge sex organs. That's true. Wait, Garoppolo? I thought he was Italian. I don't know. 
Maybe Garoppolo is not a Greek name. It's, it sounds, Garopolis, maybe. Sounds, well, Greek. let's look this up. Greek man. Well, I think Italians have big dongs too. I, I'm not doubting that. May, I'm just saying Garoppolo doesn't sound Greek. Maybe that's why Brady forced him out of New England. Your thoughts, mm. Zach in Dallas. Ed, you are the resident sports expert. Do you think Jimmy Garoppolo's handsomeness? Is what caused a, a rift in that would make perfect the relationship because that egomaniac certainly right. doesn't want to stand for people saying, "Oh, Jimmy's the hot thing." Um, but I really want to get to the bottom of his ethnicity. Oh, I'm looking up his. He's American. He's born in like Illinois. Right. I'm not, yeah, I mean, I mean but, Ed's Irish. But he's born. It doesn't say on his Wikipedia page. Red Bank, like, New Jersey, where his relatives are for. Oh, tight knit Italian family. Italian, oh. yeah. Sorry, right, it does. But but it is true that um, Greek dudes just packing sure. huge huge dongs on the Greeks. That's maybe well maybe we've gotten to the the bottom of the perfect strangers question. Right, but he was from a fi- he was like Mepos. Mepos, which is like a fictional site. Cyprus, yeah, like like an island, like Mykonos. Um, here's another one. Hey, Brian and Kate. Oh, this is Kate. You love these. I'm currently mm-hmm. planning a trip to Bali for this fall. Do you have any tips of where to go and what to do? Eat, stay. Been narrowing down my resort choices and wanted to get some firsthand knowledge. Thanks. You don't have to read this email for the show. That's from NDH, mm. not Danton Holden. Um, don't don't get eaten by like a twelve foot snake there. Yes, that yes. Isn't that, isn't as that long as you're not I'm, planning yes. to stay anywhere in Kuta, K U T A. That's Kuta's exclusively for the Bogans. You'll be okay. Yep, it's a Kuta. Is that a? And so, the host of the Today Show. Hoda Katob, Hoda Katob. I thought it was Cobb. Now it's heavily, heavily area, heavily trafficked area by Australian. If you you travel to Bali, you should definitely go to the mountains, Ubud, Mm -hmm. which is a place I've never been, but it looks fantastic. Yes, I've been to Bali multiple times, and I've never been to Ubud, but I will go there next time. How do you get there? You get driven. How? How? No. How? Oh, the flight. Yeah, flying from. You fly to like LA. You, Do you fly direct. Yeah, you fly no. through Asia. Yeah, you fly to like Hong Kong or Taiwan, Kong. and then you, or Japan or any yeah. number of countries yeah. on the way. But I'm saying it doesn't. There's no direct. No, there's no depending direct. on what airline you're flying, will be where you stop. Yeah, you got to stop somewhere. and refuel. Yeah. Good luck with that, Danton. Uh, good evening. Why is it that chicks only seem to get cold when they get into bed? Oh well, hold on, hold on. Just I realize. Danton Holden had a PS, and it's very important. We've been discussing either Bali or Thailand, so don't be disappointed. I don't care if you go to Bali or Thailand. They're both nice. But he he finishes, keep pumping out those Insta stories, bruh. Big topic on the show today. I will, Danton, just for you. Thank you for that. Thank you for the feedback. Okay. Good evening. Why is it that chicks only seem to get cold when they get into bed? This complicates my sexual agenda and causes me to be overly hot while sleeping due to excessive blankets and heater usage. Why wasn't she cold when we were at the frigid grocery store and she was wearing shorts and a tank top? Thanks, Dan in Sacramento. 
Kate McManus, you are someone that is always fucking cold. Why now is that? I have that? to wear a parker and like mm-hmm, parka. I can't. I could never go to a grocery store in shorts. Nope. You always are very well. I'm cold all the time. Yes. But, but I, I know what he's saying. I can oh, give yeah, you some you tips. Know. You need to turn the heat on when yep. you get home. Yep. You need to make the house warm. Yep. And you should probably get her like a heating pad. Yep. One that you can plug in and you put that in the bed. If warm it up. It, and Start a fire. If, yeah. If. Start there, a fire. There is. In the well, bed. You're supposed to sleep in colder temperature. Yeah, it it's, keeps you cold. It's healthier for you to sleep at like 67. That's right. Degrees. It's supposed to be mid 60s. Turn which the heat is off my when you're ready to go to sleep. I can't have forced air uh, when I sleep. I can't have. Um, We're not heat. talking about while you're sleeping. No, that's what I'm saying. We are like we talking about cool. the bed. Yeah, we're talking about the bed. Right, uh, you can warm it up, yeah, and then up, when you're done doing whatever it is, my you do, my recommendation you can turn the heat off. for Dan in Sacramento, because I know your pain is if you want, yeah, if you want some pussy, Dan, if you want to get sexual, you need to take away the excuses, and it's too cold is a number one. Boner killer. So you need to fucking warm that house up. If you're like, I might want to get laid later. You go and you fucking crank that heater up to like 78. You get that house nice and toasty. And yeah, it won't be comfortable for you. But for your partner, she won't be able to say, oh, it's too cold. I need my mucklocks on. Has that ever been an excuse what I just in the bed? Already, but you had to mansplain Not in it. the bed, but, it could, but it's like going to bed. He's in the bed. That's, that well, yeah. seems like you can... You can I already gave yeah. the what to do. Oh, uh, what'd you say? Warm the Turn house Turn the up. heat on and get a heating pad, one that oh. you plug in and throw it in the bed so I'm that when she gets in, it's warm. On fire. Yeah, that's, that's like electric blankets. Those are like illegal now, right? Yeah. He- my, heating my pads move. aren't illegal. No, they're not. Every girl should have a heating pad. If you don't have a heating pad, if you haven't bought your girlfriend yeah. something for Valentine's Day, get her a heating get pad. Get her a heating pad. And then she'll, Can't go wrong. She's guaranteed to fuck it's you. It's the best gift you can yes. give a girl. Ed Daly, your solution? I deal with the blankets, yeah, and I have a fan yep. like six inches away from my head just yep. blowing on yep. me. Yep. Same. I have like a little like, you know, like a desk fan type thing. Yeah. I have it right right by my alarm clock thing. I... As is is well documented on this show, I sleep nude, and then I to one I don't I get all tangled up in the clothing, so I can't sleep in clothing. It's I get all twisted in it. I can never sleep in a shirt. Basketball shorts. No matter what the temperature, can never sleep in a shirt. It's I get twisted up in it. No shirt. No shirt. No shirt. And same with bottoms. I get them all turned around on me. It's so uncomfortable. So I have to be completely sans clothing. And then I do that thing where I flop the covers open and I throw a leg out, a leg and an arm out of the covers. So I'm cool. I have that cooling coming onto my skin no matter what. Because I have the same problem. But warm things up. I sleep with a hot water bottle that's covered, a fur covered hot water bottle every night. Yes, I know. (laughs) I go to sleep hugging it. Yeah, I know. I know how you do it. <laughs> Here's another one. Oh, this is a good one. I've been wanting to read this one. Brian, Ed, and Kate. I am a divorced guy in my 40s, and I've been alone for many, many years mm. without really dating. Mm. My social outlet is going out several nights a week and playing bar league games. I don't know what that is. Is that like trivia, Ed? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Kate, you or never is bars. he talking about like bar league, like basketball oh, or softball? Like, right. I'm, I'm wondering. If I just that. feel like he's playing something in the bar, like darts or well, either way, shuffleboard. He's hanging out with buddies from the bar. Right. It's like a cheers. Situation. Yeah, yeah. I meet plenty of people and flirt with all ladies. Mm. Well, you're not flirting with dudes, I hope. But I just, unless that's your thing, you can do that. That's fine. But I just never felt, I got an Uber driver you might want to meet. But I just never felt compelled to ask any of them out. Well, recently that changed and I've been seeing this girl for over a month now. Mm. We have a good rapport, enjoy each other's company, and Mm. have had several romantic evenings together. Nice. That means they fucked. A couple weeks a couple weeks ago, in the throes of passion, she whispered softly, gently in my ear, Don't get emotionally eta- attached. Uh-oh. That's, a, that's an interesting th- thing to say to weird. someone. I'm not expecting that. So he's presumably inside of her at the time. Yeah. I laughed coming and going. I, huh? I laughed it off, but maybe I should have taken it more seriously. Yesterday, she told me her parents were coming with her to the local hangout. They play bar league games too. I thought, wow, this is sudden. She wants me to meet her parents. Seems a little soon, but okay. I obviously misunderstood because what she really meant was she's hanging out with them and ignoring me all night. My feelings were pretty hurt, and I left without even waving goodbye. Yeah. The question is, that's messed up. Should I abandon this train wreck now, or two, ride it out knowing it's not going to end well, or C, string it along while I look for a side piece, your buddy and Team Current episode, Adam near Sugarland. Excellent email, Adam. I really appreciate this. I would like the last word on this. Let's start with Ed Daly. Ed, your advice to Adam near Sugarland. He, he probably should just cut it yeah, cut right now. Yeah. Her treatment of you means if you'd opt for number three, she kind of opened herself up to that because that was pretty shitty of her to do to you. Yeah, totally. But. It's not working. Yes. Somebody wouldn't do that. That's like a weird power play move. Like, that's not cool. Yeah. You know, ignoring you and telling you not to get involved. Like, whatever. You've, you're not, you're not a 23 year old. Right. She's, you don't need, you don't need bullshit. She's nuts. Like, 100%. She's crazy. She's, she's crazy and she's trying to fuck with you and you don't need that. Nope. She's nuts. Kate McManus, your advice to Adam near Sugar Lake? Um, yeah, I agree. Cut her. She doesn't, she doesn't respect you. And hanging out with you is not going to do anything for your self-respect. 100% agree with both. There's people, there's people out there that won't treat you like that. Yep. Agre- so, agree, go find them. Agree with both Ed Don't and Kate. waste time. time. Life is short. But I will add this, that you should look at this situation as a positive that you have shown yourself that you can get back out there in the game. You can yeah, fuck. Totally. You can hook up with chicks. Right. But I would say that next time, have it, get it on the table early on what you're both looking for. Because this chick clearly wasn't looking to have a relationship. 
which is her prerogative, but it doesn't sound like you guys communicated what your wants were from the thing. And it's best to have an open dialogue, but just look at it this way. It was a rebound fling. It got you back out there knocking boots with broads and you got this one. You're going to get another one soon. Anyway, move on, learn from it, look at it as a learning experience. Thank you for that. And remember you, you can never fuck the crazy out of them. That's true. That's true. But I mean, considering that she told you not to get too attached in the throes of passion, she probably wasn't bad at sex, which is a benefit. Uh, Okay. Here's another one. Final email, and we'll talk some pop culture. Fancy Brian Ed. When is it okay to go commando as a guy? Just hit me because I saw some dude's dong up against his jeans while waiting to pay for gas. Now, that, in my opinion, is a monster because he was wearing jeans, and that would be very uncomfortable, no? Uh I guess that's why I am emailing. (laughs) I am a monster, though, because other than work, out to dinner, wedding, or funeral, I'm full-on commando, but wearing my tracksuit pants and in total comfort. Once in a while, my girlfriend says my dong can lightly be seen through my pants. Yeah, track pants, you can get, you can get a shot of the crown pretty easily. Seen through my pants, but I could care less. I'm an average guy. What is the correct and proper etiquette for going commando? I have a feeling Ed will say never unless at home alone with kids asleep. Thanks all. David in Salt Lake, you know why. Ed Daly, your thoughts on going commando? Well, if we want to talk etiquette, let's talk one thing first. Could care less. Don't say that. Couldn't. It's couldn't. Couldn't care less. Oh, look at you. Um, But... For me, I just don't like the feeling yeah. of going commando in jeans, things with the zipper. Uh, I just don't like it. Like when I'm wearing track pants at home or uh, I told you I sleep in uh, basketball, basketball shorts. shorts. Mm-hmm. So I just wear them around my house commando at home. Yeah. And do you sleep in uh, basketball that, shorts? Yeah, you said that earlier with, his, with that big ass Irish dick of yours flopping around in their head. So yeah, I like no a one, loose. I don't like. Yeah. I, I don't like uh, boxers because they get all twisted up. Yeah, but basketball shorts have a little give. Get it? So yeah, nothing that's wrong with I that. Like. So occasional commando only for you. But is there? There's no. There's no. But but for me, I don't. I don't have a problem. I mean, no I rules to it. Prefer not to look at dudes' dicks. Yeah, but uh, my issue with doing it with uh, like jeans and stuff is because I don't. I don't like the feeling of it. No, I get not it. That I, I'm fundamentally opposed. To it. I get Who gives it. a shit. Kate McManus, your thoughts, guys, going commando? Um, yes yeah. or no? I don't care. You don't care. You have no interest, you no do, thoughts, no opinion. You do. You do what you want to do. I ne- like whatever makes you comfortable. I nearly never wear underwear, save for if I'm going to be wearing a suit, because it seems like those linen-y, like slack type pants for whatever reason. When you're dressed up, you should wear underwear. Yeah. I, if you're in a suit, that's the, the zippers in those pants yeah. tend to catch my foreskin and I've zipped my dick up many times. One time, even leaving zipper teeth marks in the tip of my dick. It Your was foreskin. Well, you know, the, the where, you know, I mean, that makes where it I was sound clipped. like, 
No, like you the, weren't. the sides where my okay. you know foreskin was cut. I'm cut. Um, if you go to, to if you have a job where you need to wear a suit, put yeah. some boxers on. Also, these days it doesn't really you can't tell in jeans. It doesn't really matter that much to me. But I, as I get older, I think my prostate might be enlarging because I've got a real problem with being a little drippy after after urination and I stand there and I sh- I'll shake that hose out for a while. I'll stroke mm. it and then you'll drip I'll it everywhere. flop it around and still I get a little drippage afterward. And it's not really that khakis are a bad. Yeah. It's not really that big a deal. But the thing is, is I'm so conditioned. I get so uncomfortable. I've tried every kind of underwear and I get so uncomfortable with them under my clothes that I just, um, I just can't wear them. So, um, that's the issue that I have, but I think it's fine. No, you don't ever need to wear underwear as far as I'm concerned. Uh, okay. Kate McManus, what is going on in the world of pop culture? Let's, let's just blow through whatever you got. The show's gone on for ages at this point. Mm-hmm. It really has. Yes. I mean, you've been here for 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, what is, what is going on in the world of pop culture? What is happening? Um, I mean, I could care less about the story because <laughs> um, I hate this guy. Who? Um, Mike Vick. Oh, Michael Vick. Apparently, um, he, so he had filed for Chapter Bad 11 back candles. in 2008 yeah. after he, um, you know, was busted. His dog fighting you, ring. You can just never scandal. You can just never recover from abusing animals. It's just the one. Th- it's the one thing that, as a society, you, would, you will never be forgiven. You for. would need to be working solely. That's your job to yeah. rehabilitate animals and animal awareness. Right. Animal cruelty awareness. What if it were? What if it were? Cops? You would need to be making. Um, what if he were? I don't care. Commercials cock, cock all day long. Ring. Roosters. You would. All your money needs to go to that. Wilford Otherwise, I don't want to hear from you. You he? are not redeemed. Um. He so, was seventeen million dollars in debt, and he's emerged from bankruptcy. Right, because um, he so since he he was reinstated with the Eagles in two thousand and nine, yeah. and. In his, Did he play for the Jets before them, no? Yeah, he yeah. reportedly made nearly $50 million, um from his NFL salary in his second stint in the league, so he was able to pay off. Yeah, he, he he was successful with the Eagles. Yeah, That's he was a he starter. Yeah. Um, he really, again, not, well, just like Esteban Luiza, but worse, this Michael Vick, when he was playing in Atlanta, he was oh, like... He was making one, all the endorsement money. Yeah, he was like one of the top paid players in the league. And in his free time, he was raising fighting pit bulls and gambling on them. Like, how much could that have brought in that it was worth risking his whole career on it? He blew so much fucking money because mm-hmm. he wanted to fight dogs because that's what they do in the South. It's a cultural thing. It's a fucking ghetto thing. They also did it on The Wire. I remember um, Cheese, Method Man. Yeah. yeah. His, one of his dogs got... Wagstaff. Yeah. She's Wagstaff. Uh, okay. What else is going on in the world of pop culture, Kate? Um, in celebrity couple news, Katy Perry oh and Orlando God. Bloom's romance is back on. They got that big ass dick. Yeah. You can't get they away from that. They broke up in early 2017, but um, apparently they were spotted on a holiday in the Maldives. Was he was he paddling a paddle a canoe with I his wish. cock again? That big old dick of his? <laughs> that was a good... That was a good um, I could see them flying an airplane, that thing just flopping in the breeze next to it. Uh, and that thing. Yeah. 
It could be a, every mode of transportation that was so big. It is. Yeah, I'm, I've just Googled it. I've just Googled Orlando Bloom NSFW, and that thing could power a cigarette. Boat. Yeah, it's like that could. Yeah, it's like an Evan Rude because it's not like not even it's not even too messent, and it's really hanging. Like he's. I don't like that word. Don't use it around. What do you mean too messent? That's the like actual it. word. I don't like it. What? Have a look. Turgid. How, do you prefer? I've turgid? seen these have pictures. Look, have a look at his dong right there. What would you okay. say about that, Kate? Is that pretty? Mm-hmm. It's larger than it's most, long. right? Yeah. yeah. He's got a long dick. Dangling. Uh, well, good for them. Katy Perry, I, I could see why guys are attracted to her, but she does not do it for me. Same. Uh, what else, Kate? Um, Tesla. Orlando Bloom, on the other hand, and that big-ass dick of his. Tesla billionaire, Elon Musk. Oh, I wonder what he's packing. Had quite the look at, well, some people might have seen, had quite the look at venture capitalist Steve Gervetson's alleged sex party. According to um, Emily Chang's new book, Brotopia, which this I is, might read. This is what these Silicon Chang Valley guys writes do. That in private Facebook photos from the party, Musk appears wearing a black armor-like costume adored, adorned with silver spikes and chains. Um, and that he, he uh, yeah. This is, these like, Silicon like Valley guys, because that type of they were busy making billions of dollars and learning to program and shit. They didn't. They didn't start slaying pussy till they got rich, and then they go. Right, they had no social lives. Right, they go until nuts until they're filthy rich. Yeah, they're super rich, and they're like, we can do whatever we want. So they're like commissioning their own designer drugs for their fuck parties, and they're just like having these just full on sex orgies all the time. I might actually read this book in the book out from yeah. um, Portfolio. Chang writes about a San Francisco jiggle joint gold club where a dancer said many high-powered techies from Apple, Uber, Twitter, Dropbox, and Airbnb frequented frequented the place during lunch. During lunch? Yelp employees called this place Conference Room G. The gold club. Yeah. I mean, high-end. Wow, interesting. I I mean, Elon Musk, he seems like a freak. He's got the hair plugs. Mm -hmm. He's He's an odd-looking dude. He's super successful. I don't think – I think he may have broken up with Amber Heard – but they yeah. were together as of late. And he's really, I mean, he's had some wives and stuff. The guy does all right for himself. Uh, okay, what else, Kate? I think that's all I'm going to do. That's it? Yeah. The end? This has been a long show. Yeah, it has. I agree with that. My other two stories are they're so-so. Okay, so-so stories. Uh, all right. So, for Ed Daly, for Kate McManus, this has been episode 207 of theballerlifestyle.com. Wait, of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. See, I'm getting punchy. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.